the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I see my name in shiny lights, yeah, a different city every night, oh, I, I swear, the world better prepare for when I'm a billionaire. It's time to get down to business on the weekend's number one business program. Known as the king of networking, your host, Shalom Klein, has worked with thousands of entrepreneurs and created countless jobs. So, to success, let's get down to business. We are all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship and business. We talk a lot about business here. You are on with Get Down to Business, and I'm your host, Shalom Klein. Remember, you can always download podcasts from Get Down to Business on my website at shalomkline.com. Com. And while you're there, don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Shalom Klein. It's going to be a jam-packed week of content and information you will not want to miss a minute of. Uh, you can dial in with your questions, 312-642-5600, or um, uh, contact us through our website. You can download all of our podcasts on my website, ShalomKlein.com. So as promised, we have a jam-packed lineup of guests, and I'm thrilled to be joined by my very first guest, Mike Kurtzman. The uh, the founder of Skillnet, uh, Mike. Welcome to the program. Hi, Shalom. Thank you. It's great to have you. And uh, Mike, I've been following your progress for quite a while. And Skillnet, you're all about. I think it's fair to say performance achievement. Let's talk a little bit about your background and what inspired you to get give Skillnet a try. Um, who are you? Thanks, Shalom. So I founded Skillnet to help. Small, medium, and large companies do a better job upskilling their people. Skills are a critical part of how people do at their jobs. I think sometimes when people are struggling at their jobs, it's because they lack skills or knowledge. So we wanted to build a software platform that made it easy for them to get feedback frequently from their managers on how they're doing and how they can do better and put plans together to improve. Sure. And your background lends itself well. I know prior to uh, prior to uh, Skillnet, you founded and, uh, and Venture funded a company all about compliance. Um, let's talk a little bit about your background and, and why, it's, uh, why it's given you that experience to help other companies and help other people. Well, I did found Compliance 11. It was a company to uh, help financial services firms and broker-dealers keep track of their uh, their activities so that in the event they got audited, they could prove they were innocent. And uh, in, in my experience working at Oracle, Ernst & Young, and a, and a handful of other companies over the course of my career, I had uh, a wide range of different managers who had different styles. Most of them used paper notebooks to keep track of what was going on, and you got an annual performance review. For the most part, I uh, felt those were not really effective. And so when we sold Compliance 11 to Schwab, I, I, I had an opportunity to think about where I could make a big impact in society, and I took a shot to build, to build this performance system. Absolutely. So uh, Skillnet is a fantastic software. is almost an understatement. 
um, but there are many different components within the software. Um, let's talk a little bit about the capabilities and, and why it's a good fit for, uh, for, for companies out there. Well, it's a particularly good fit these days because there's a talent shortage. And small business owners struggle to get the right people in, in the door to interview and, and apply for jobs. And then once they make a decision to hire them, they've got to ramp them up so they're productive as quickly as they can. So our technology starts with an assessment that's designed for the job the person is applying for and will be running. And then it provides feedback for the manager to help that individual fix their skill gaps, areas where they're needing to improve to do their best job. So lots of assessments. And I know one of the, one of the areas which I found very, very interesting are, I believe, what you call people analytics um, and uh, I, I'm curious what, uh, I know that's a, an important component uh, as a solution of SkillNet. Um, tell us about the people analytics side of things. Yeah, it actually sounds fancier than it is, Shalom. <laughs> it's, we, we, we create an architecture for a job. We give someone a survey, one through five rating on where do they think they are in those attributes. The manager does the same thing. And then they talk about where they have gaps. What is the plan to do it? The thing I think is most interesting and exciting about our, our product is we keep track of an individual's learning plan, their to-dos in order to improve. So the manager can uh, you know, have a, a steady diary or journal of what that person's doing to make improvements in the areas where they needed to get better. Fascinating. And are there specific industries that SkillNet is a perfect fit for or some industries that uh, perhaps uh, it's not the right fit for? Yeah, I think the the best fit are jobs that require uh, a, a good diversity of uh, of actionable knowledge. Things that uh, range, you know, twenty or thirty different areas where someone's got to perform. Uh, those are those are the better jobs. Things that are nitty gritty. If it's a, a simple job where you know you you're going to do the same thing repetitively, it won't be as valuable. Where you've got detailed skills and knowledge. We, uh, we really fit in. It's not really industry-specific. It more depends on the job. Sure. And our listeners know that I love to talk examples. And we don't need names, but I'd love to hear some of the success stories of where SkillNet has been implemented and, and how it's done well for both the people within the company as well as for the managers and supervisors. Great. Well, you know, I'm, I'm most excited about our, our customers who uh, launch the system with their staff, and the staff logs in because they want to get better at their jobs, not because their managers told them. And, uh, and then managers write us and, and share that they're having uh, what we call check-ins with their staff frequently so they can review progress, provide feedback and guidance, and be a manager as a coach which is uh, you know, the, best, the, the best possible scenario. Managing uh, people is uh, really an art more than a science, and keeping tabs on what people are doing when they work for you is easier said than done. Absolutely. So uh, you have uh, built this software. When, uh, what's the length of time that SkillNet has been around, and where do you see things in five years from now? Yeah, well, we started about six years ago. It took two and a half years to really get it market-ready, and uh, I think we're uh, really hitting our stride. We've got a, a mix of customers and financial services and technology, uh, different uh, positions. I think over, uh, 
over the next few years will expand uh, more deeply into a few content areas, including leadership development, sales competencies, and uh, and and uh, different kinds of engineering or more detailed nitty gritty jobs that require a lot of skills and knowledge. Sure, and uh, I know you're you're proud of uh, the team. I know you have a uh, an advisory board, and you have uh, it seems like a, a pretty fantastic team of people. Uh, that are uh, leading the charge and helping your clients. Let's talk a little bit about the people behind behind the software. Yeah, well, we've got a terrific advisory board. Uh, s- some PhDs uh, have all uh, provided input and guidance on w- what would be the most uh, helpful ways to bring a technology like ours to market. The, uh, the trick is to keep it simple. Everyone's used to apps on their phone that they require no training for, uh, one of the big one of the big targets we had for this software was that it would be used on a monthly basis for managers to have one on one meetings and replace that uncomfortable annual performance review that uh, that people tend to use, especially small business owners tend to use. The society really young people especially want to get frequent feedback on how they're doing, and our tech was designed uh, really to make that easy. That's fantastic. So I believe um, the, uh, the, the call to action over here is to upskill your team. I believe that's the term that's, that SkillNet uses. Um, so our listeners have been hearing all about SkillNet and uh, hearing from the founder, Mike Kritzman. Um, Mike, uh, surely uh, business owners that are out there will want to find out more and perhaps request a demo. How can they get a hold of you? How can they learn more? Well, we'd be happy to hear from you. Uh, I think the best way is to visit our website, SkillNet. Dot net and uh, not .com, skillnet.net. <laughs> There's a contact form, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. That's great. Uh, there is a contact form. You could request a demo. And uh, I know, uh, uh, Mike, I know you and your team have, uh, have prided yourself on sort of that, that solution um, that, uh, that, that can be customized for, uh, for specific companies. And uh, as you said, there's a lot of industries that uh, can benefit from the software, from the platform. So it's a pleasure to uh, Feature it here on Get Down to Business. Uh, once again, let's share that website one more time. Thanks, Shalom. It's skillnet.net. Skillnet.net. Mike Kretzman, thank you so much for joining me on the air this evening. Be sure to keep us posted on your progress. Um, and um, you can always get on my website, shalomkline.com. That's where you can download podcasts from the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. We are powered by our good friends at Tandem HR, your solution center. You can give them a call, 630-928-0510, 630-928-0510, or visit their website, tandemhr.com. And coming up on the program, we've got another Mike. I've got Mike Sobel joining me here in the studio. We're going to continue the conversation all about business, jobs, and entrepreneurship in just a minute. And uh, as your bonus for sticking around throughout the hour, um, we've got more uh, tips, advice, and information that you won't want to miss uh, it's a live show. You can call into the studio, 312-642-5600, 312-642-5600. Chicago, don't touch that dial. You're listening to the show all about business, jobs, and entrepreneurship. Get on my website, shalomkline.com, to get a sneak peek of who will be on next. Welcome back to the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. That's right. You're listening to Get Down to Business, and we continue our conversation with entrepreneurs. I'm thrilled to be joined by uh, Mike Sobel, joining me here in studio. Mike, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So, Mike, um, you are in the signage business, but I believe that's just an understatement because you're in the branding business. Let's talk a little bit about 
Um, what's the name of your company? Uh, Mark Your Space. Mark Your Space. Okay, and that is indeed what you do. So, Mike, tell us your story and how you got into the, this line of work. Sure. Did about 20 years in the financial industry and got laid off and uh, decided I wanted to do something to help myself. And I did some branding at HSBC and kind of take, took that to the next level. I try to help small, medium, and large-sized businesses manage the brand. That's great. And uh, tell us the difference between uh, signage and branding. Sure. Uh, most places you'll call and they'll make you a sign. I'm going to give you a lot of advice. I'm going to make sure that there's congruency between your sign, your website, your vehicle wrap. I want the whole package to talk to your company and so people recognize your company immediately. So I love to role play over here and uh, go through a scenario. So uh, somebody tuning in here tonight, they have a, uh, a, a service business and, um, and they're, they're a small business owner and they give uh, mark your sign, uh, mark your, your, mark your space, sorry, mark your space a call. And um, what solutions would you uh, potentially provide to them? If they're just looking for a vehicle wrap? Well, they, they want to know what should I be doing? Oh, sure. Uh, I, well, if they're service-based and they travel, I obviously would recommend vehicle wraps. Uh, vehicle wrap works for you 24-7. It's a small investment that lasts five to seven years. Uh, definitely pretty easy to get a positive ROI off of something like that. If they have a retail space, definitely need to, you know, real good positive signage, you know, the lighted sign on the front. Make sure if you have a panel on your monument sign to take that. But also your window graphics, you know, depending on who else that they're with, in terms of who else is in that strip, there might be a lot of walk-by traffic that could see the window graphics that they have. Interesting. So uh, vehicle wrapping is something that everybody sees. Everybody drives on the highway and they see trucks that have branding on the side. Probably most of our listeners have not thought about that that method of branding um, for their own small business. Is that something that's expensive? Because often you see the big brands, the big names doing it. How can a small business afford it? Actually, your typical transits anywhere between twenty three to thirty five hundred dollars, depending on which model you have. Some, you know, the ones with the high roofs are much bigger. Uh, so it's depending on the price tag of your service. It's pretty easy to recoup your money. Oh, that's great. That's fantastic. And um, marketing is a big business. Um, many of our listeners have uh, many marketing consultants, somebody that uh, designed their logo, somebody that's printing their pens and their business cards and all sorts of things. Um, at Mark Your Space, you work um, with those other branding experts and sort of making sure that there's a consistent message. Absolutely. Uh, in fact, with most medium-sized companies and the, definitely the larger companies, we'll either work directly with the marketing firm that they've hired to execute these projects. And we provide them not only with the executed project, but with a lot of advice on maybe how to change their design to fit real life. Because what a car looks like in 2D and what it looks like in 3D can be two different things. And so you get Weird stuff like door handles and when you open the door, what things look like, stuff like that. <laughs> Very interesting. So, Mike, I, I want to go back to your story um, because you mentioned that you had a uh, successful career and then ultimately got laid off, but um, then you started Mark Your Space. Mm -hmm. uh, you're giving advice to small business owners, and you could relate because you are one. Tell us what was the biggest shock of, of going into business on your own? Um, what was the biggest surprise and perhaps what advice would you share with somebody that's listening here tonight? Sure. I think the, well, I started my business in the trough of an economy, not exactly the place I would right. recommend starting. <laughs> uh, the second thing is, the second piece of advice I give to most people is, if you can, 
don't start from scratch because I compare your business to a snowball. And as that snowball gets bigger, it throws off repeat business and referrals and things like that. And so the bigger your snowball is when you start, the quicker it starts growing quickly. You've been involved in networking. Um, when I look up your name, I, I see that uh, you've been involved in some uh, networking groups, chambers, and so on. What, uh, where have you been involved in, in, in that has been helpful in building your business? Sure. I was on the board of directors for the Bartlett Chamber of Commerce. That was very helpful. I also got to serve on the Economic Development Commission because of that for the city of Bartlett. Um, I also find that the other chambers are very useful, but you have to put something in to get something out. It's Business just doesn't come flying to you because all of a sudden you show up and have a beer in your hand. So, uh, Mike, you've been in business for, I believe you're celebrating 10 years um, in, in business, uh, starting this, as you said, in the, I think your words were the trough of the, of the economy, 2009. Um, and now we're, believe it or not, in 2019. Um, you, you shared some of your branding uh, advice and some of the branding solutions that you provide. What's your outlook uh, in the coming years, A, just regarding the business, the small business community in general, but specifically what are the new things that you and your colleagues are looking at in helping uh, small business owners brand? So my outlook is actually very positive. I, I think the economy is doing well. It should continue to at least stay where it's at. Hopefully we don't see anything horrible. Uh, as far as what will be changing, we really look – try, I try to bring that big branding experience to the smaller businesses. And as soon as I find people that really value that – I really enjoy helping them, and so does my team. Sure. And when we all get on board, we do our best to make sure that we can help our customers increase their sales. Uh, Mike, you mentioned earlier that you served on the Economic Development Commission in, in Barlett. You've uh, you've served on the Chamber of Commerce. Um, signage is a complex area, as I've uh, personally discovered. It's uh, something that often is regulated um, just because a business wants to put up big, flashy things uh, that will get a lot of attention. doesn't mean that they're allowed uh, to do that. There's often permits that are, that are involved as well. Is your team involved in that process? Yes. Uh, we'll handle the permitting process for our clients from day one through finish. We'll help them get variances if necessary. And we try to, that's another thing we try to do proactively is counsel them on, hey, I, you know, they want the stars, but there's rules in place and sometimes you just have to live with that. So geographically, um, what is the uh, service area that you cover? We actually service the entire United States with the exception of Alaska and Hawaii. Wow. So uh, how would somebody uh, get their uh, vehicle wrapped um, somewhere remotely? Uh, so we would produce that wrap here, and we would ship it out to installers. So we have clients who are national clients, and that's what we do. So we produce every single wrap for them, so they're always the same color, they're the same design types, et cetera. We ship it out to a local installer to them. I asked earlier uh, in the program uh, to uh, to your predecessor on the on the show, and I asked about an example. Let's talk about a success story, a branding success story. Sure. Um, I, what comes to mind is one of my larger companies, Kona Elevator and Escalator, and the reason that they value us is that we manage the project. So they open and close offices all over the country and build new offices, and we brand the outside and the inside. So we save them tons of man hours on their side. We also kind of are the, the police for corporate, and we kind of enforce brand because each of these managers want to do their own thing. And, uh, you know, individuals want to run and do their own thing, and corporate doesn't want that to happen, and we kind of get to be the bad guy for them. 
Uh, very interesting. So you've, uh, you've, as mentioned, you've been in the uh, in the big corporate world, um, and uh, now you're in the world of small business. Has it been uh, everything you expected it to be? Are you having fun? Absolutely. I am happier than I could ever be. Okay. So uh, no, uh, Mind Your Space uh, has uh, been around for 10 years. Um, we've been chatting with Mike Solo, the, uh, the, the man in charge, uh, a national uh, firm helping uh, with branding um, for all sorts of businesses. I'm going to ask, uh, again, a question I asked earlier. Are there any specific industries that you say, hey, that is perfect and we can do an amazing job in any industries that you don't work with? We actually handle most industries. There's not any industry that I can think of off the top of my head that we stay away from. We do very well in the healthcare area. They do a lot of signage as well as kind of public works. Oh, fantastic. So uh, everybody listening, uh, again, regardless of whether you're in products or services, uh, has a brand, hopefully, and uh, they they need to mind, uh, mind their space and so uh, know their space. And I, I would love uh, for, for you to share your contact information so people can uh, get in touch. Sure. It's Mark Your Space Inc. And the Inc. is INC for Incorporated. Dot com. Mark Your Space. That's fantastic. Um, Mike Sobel, um, thank you so much for joining me here on the air. Appreciate it. Let's share that website one more time. Sure. Mark Your Space Inc. MarkYourSpaceInc.com. Mike Sobel, thank you so much for joining me on the air. Be sure to keep us posted with your branding advice and expertise. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, you're listening to Get Down to Business, the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. Get on my website, ShalomKlein.com. That's where you can download podcasts from past shows. Get a sneak peek of who will be on next week. On the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship, we're powered by our friends at Tandem HR, your solution center. Give them a call, 630-928-0510, 630-928-0510, or visit their website, tandemhr.com. We're going to be back after some headlines and some quick announcements with more about business, jobs, and entrepreneurship. Chicago, don't touch that bell. We'll be right back. Hey, welcome back, Chicago. So I've been looking forward to this conversation. I'm thrilled to be joined by Heath Armstrong who went from face down, pants down, to $1.2 million in three years. Heath, welcome to the program. Hey, Shalom. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. It's great to have you on, and you have a uh, just a fantastic story that I'd love to spend a couple of minutes talking about and, of course, make sure our listeners know how they can learn more about you. Heath, um, in a very brief nutshell, tell us your story. So I was, like most people um, that are confused, driving through life and trying to climb through the layers that are put on us by external ads, billboards, uh, social media, whatever you may call it. And I found myself very unhappy working in the construction industry in Eastern Kentucky. Um, I became an alcoholic to the extent to where, yes, like you said on the introduction, on not just one occasion, but several times I woke up face down, uh, one time pants down in the front yard with my car running And I realized that, man, it was like, I'm going to wither away, right? And if I don't make some changes, what's the point of this life if I have this job that I love and and, um, all these things that people say make you happy? What's what's the point of moving forward if I can't find happiness or bliss? So I started interviewing people around the world who were doing things that I wanted to do, whether they be creative entrepreneurs, travel junkies, et cetera. And I simply started asking them what they were doing and how they were doing it. And I started to notice lots of overlap. And one of the main points being that, you know, life isn't really about finding motivation as much as it is to discover the power that we already have within 
And so I've been studying and, and sort of teaching that principle ever since. And you have a principle, Heath. Uh, um, you have a principle uh, that's also the name of your podcast, um, which, of course, we'll make sure our listeners can find, which is Never Stop Peaking. Never Stop Peaking. What does that mean to you? Correct. So we're already motivated beyond our imaginations. Uh, but in this world, external beliefs are later upon us to teach us how we should think and what we should do with our lives so much that we forget to make the decisions ourselves. To me, to never stop peaking, it's about not needing any more motivation and being able to consistently move up in alignment with our higher self by listening to our intuition, because it is the most powerful motivation of all. We don't need to be more motivated. We just need to be able to break our habit of hesitation. And if you can break your habit of hesitation, that's how you can get to the point where you never stop peaking. Uh, very, very interesting. And perhaps one of the most important things that you've done is not uh, is not just have your own transformation, but you're sharing some of those secrets, obviously, through your podcast and through some of the uh, some of the information that that, that uh, you put out there to hopefully help to uh, transform lives. And so you have, um, as you say on your website, the world's fastest way to motivate your sweet ass. And um, you have, <laughs> the, you have a, uh, a domination deck. Let's talk about that and uh, what's what's in it and why. Is it something that small business owners or anybody listening here tonight uh, can benefit from it? Yeah, correct. So in the ability to move into your higher self, I find this world to be very distracting. And so if we want to move in the right direction, there are so many things out there, whether it be cell phones or televisions or social media that knock us off of our focus in just a couple seconds. But I've noticed that there's not a lot of things out there that help us refocus or or remind us of how magical we actually are, how powerful we actually are in just a couple of seconds. So the deck, the premise of that was using a very powerful tool in affirmations, which is one of the 10 areas of also the Sweet Ass Journal, which is another thing that I teach, um, that really helps us remember or, or work towards uh, bringing an idea of who we want to become to life in just by repeating it over and over every day. So the deck is a series of affirmations that covers so many different subjects in life, whether you're battling procrastination or fear gremlins, or you're worried about money, or you're insecure when hanging out with your friends, it allows you to work through a system of affirmations in just a couple seconds by just drawing a card or sharing them with family and friends for pay it forward. Um, And it reframes your mind to actually believe that these things are true because by using affirmations, you're subconsciously telling yourself that, that this is what's actually happening in life and it manifests. So when you repeat these things over and over again, you'll start to actually make decisions in each moment that move in alignment with those visions and those dreams without even thinking about it. And it's a really fascinating thing because people have been tagging us from around the world and we launched it on Kickstarter and we raised about $10,000 to bring it to life. And it's been such a blast um, seeing the smiles that come around. Oh, that's amazing. And uh, Heath, I have time for one more question. Um, recently, I, uh, I, ran a, uh, I ran a marathon. And um, what, you could have fun Googling and, um, and, and search how to train for a marathon. And people give all these bits of advice and say how to train for a marathon in six months or something like that. So my question to you is, in, with your process, with your method, what is the time frame that people can start to have results in their in their satisfaction in their in their motivation um, in sort of getting out of the rut so they can wake up not face down and pants down but rather in a in a better place? What is the time period that people that the your system works in? 
I work everything on a 100-day period. Now, if you're running or doing particular things, there are ladder that are much more in a shorter period of time. And I know that the average ability to build a habit is 21 days. But when I interviewed 115 people around the world and what made them happy and successful, I actually came down to a very common overlap that many of these people were doing things in 100 days. I I have to leave it there. I want to make sure our listeners can find you online. What's your website? It is ragecreate.com and also heatharmstrong.com. Fantastic. Heath Armstrong, thanks so much for joining us on Get Down to Business. We'll be sure to feature you in the future. Thanks for uh, sharing all your advice and information. Um, We continue on Get Down to Business in just a moment, but Heath Armstrong, thanks again. So the new year is the perfect time to take stock and set goals for the year ahead. You may have plans to eat better, exercise more, or finally take that trip to Europe you've been talking about forever. For business owners, making New Year's resolutions can significantly impact your success. So here are some of my favorite New Year's resolutions for business owners in 2019. The first one is to find a buddy. This may be the perfect, the most important and the perfect item in your list of New Year's resolutions for business owners. The American Society of Training and Development did a study on accountability. They found people are 65% more likely to meet a goal after committing with another person. Pretty good increase. The chance of success increases to 95% when they build an ongoing meetings with their partners to check in on their progress. That's a huge difference. Bottom line, write down your goals, find a buddy, and then make sure you're regularly meeting with them. You'll be checking those items off your list faster than ever. Number two is to communicate better. Essentially, turn your focus to quality over quantity. You could blast out 10 Facebook posts every day and retweet all night long. There are ways you can connect with your current and potential clients better by doing less. Instead, focus on posting interesting, timely information that encourages your audience to interact with you or share your content. Quick ways you can do this is respond to comments on your posts, leave comments and like uh, and like content on other pages, and include personal notes or on pictures or posts that you share. Take the time to make a few real connections every day, and you'll see your relationship strengthen. Number three is extend a hand. Think back to when you were first starting out in your career. You're probably excited and hopeful while simultaneously feeling nervous and unsure. Did you have support, or could you have used more? One of the Best New Year's resolutions for business owners is to pay it forward. We talk about this all the time on Get Down to Business. Reach out to someone in your industry just starting out and who could use mentoring or a sounding board for advice. Your generosity will not go unnoticed, and you will be seen as both an expert in your field and as a person people will want to work with. Not sure how to find someone? LinkedIn has a great feature called Career Advice. Answer a couple of quick questions. They'll match you with someone based on your preferences. Number four is think ahead. As you think about your New Year's resolutions for 2019, consider 2020 and beyond. Scary thought. But just the idea of this task can seem daunting. But So start by making a list or marking up a calendar. You could go the old school paper route and find a planner to use. Or if you prefer to keep things digital, there are some great goal tracker apps that are out there. Write out what you'd like to see your business become. Include goals both personal and professional that you'd like to achieve. Think about what steps you can take to make those dreams a reality. And take this plan as a motivator to stay on track with goals throughout 2019. And number five is prioritize balance. This workday is for a business owner. It doesn't always end at 5 p.m. on a Friday and pick up at 9 a.m. on a Monday. In addition, burnout is indeed on the rise. Burnout affects both your mental and physical health, so it's important to make sure you take the time you need to recharge. 
Great ways to work in balance are exercise as often as you can, spend time with people you care about, get some sleep at night, and carve out time for yourself. Shifting even a small percentage of your free time to yourself will have big benefits. With your mind refreshed and your body energized, your personal success will benefit. And consider delegating. Small business owners and entrepreneurs are used to doing everything yourself, but should they? Shifting work to someone else can be difficult, especially for those who are used to wearing your every hat needed to run a business. However, delegation can open you up to focusing on what you love and what you do best. So ask yourself these questions. What do you dread doing? What overwhelms you? Can someone else do in minutes what takes you hours? The answers to these questions may lead you to work that you can and should delegate to someone else. If delegating marketing is one of your New Year's, one of New Year, your New Year's resolutions for your business, Let's uh, let uh, some of help uh, be on the way. Search this. I'm going to share some tips on my website that I believe you will find helpful uh, to help you start delegating. There's a lot of things that you could start doing in 2019 to make your business more effective, to make you more effective, more productive, and more professional. And I know we talk about New Year's resolutions as something that we do personally, but it's something you should be doing professionally as well, and it can change your business. So what are you waiting for? It's it's February of 2019. We're already halfway through February, and that means it's time to take action, and it's time to make sure that your 2019 will be better than your prior year, and it's not too early to start thinking about next year and the years ahead. Uh, I talk with all of my guests on uh, Get Down to Business about their goals for the next five years, and the reason I ask that question is it's important to look ahead, be proactive rather than reactive. Trust me, you will find a major, major difference in your business if you do that. So think about those New Year's resolutions. We talked about a couple of those tips now. We talked about finding a buddy, finding somebody to do it with. Um, We talked about communicating better. We talked about extending a hand and paying it forward. That's a really important one. And thinking ahead, being proactive rather than reactive. And the fifth uh, bit of advice is prioritization, prioritizing your balance. You're listening to Get Down to Business tonight, and I appreciate that. Uh, But make sure you're blocking out some time for family and friends as well and uh, carving out time for yourself. And number, number six is delegating some of those tasks and responsibilities that you are used to. And uh, there are ways that uh, if you prioritize and you delegate, you can actually be far more effective and actually achieve so much more in your business. So it's 2019, and it's time to uh, take your steps forward. Uh, you can get on my website, shalomkline.com. That's where you can download podcasts from the program. I'm going to be sharing some links and some tips on my website as well that I think you'll find helpful uh, as uh, as you continue to make progress to grow your business in 2019. 19 and beyond. So check out that website. And we are powered by our good friends at Tandem HR, your solution center. Check out their website, tandemhr.com. Give them a call, 630-928-0510, 630-928-0510. And uh, as you know, I have a new book out. It's called Get Down to Business. That's not hard to remember for those of you tuning in on Get Down to Business. It's the same name as the show, Get Down to Business. I capture a lot of the information and advice that's shared from the many hundreds of guests that have joined me here on the radio for the past five plus years. You get on my website, shalomkline.com, and purchase a copy of the book and maybe even buy a gift for a friend. You won't regret it. They won't regret it. It's a great tool for your business. We're going to be back in just a moment on Get Down to Business, the show all about small business, jobs, and entrepreneurship.
I want to talk to you about something very near and dear to my heart and very, very timely right now. Um, as, uh, as you'll be hearing over the coming weeks on the program, uh, I am leaving in uh, just a uh, few short weeks um, for several months of training uh, for service in the U.S. Army Reserves. And, uh, and it's an honor and privilege to serve. Um, I don't know how many of our listeners tune in to uh, Smirkanish. Michael Smirkanish um, is a host on Sirius XM. He hosts a uh, TV program on CNN, I believe, on Saturday mornings. And uh, he, uh, he talked uh, a little bit about something uh, that's near and dear to my heart and something I've been thinking a lot about. I am indeed going uh, in uh, just a couple of short weeks. And uh, don't worry, Get Down to Business is staying on the air You'll be hearing uh, a lot more shows and a lot more content and information. Um, so uh, you won't miss out on that. But that's my idea of service. And I believe that um, many uh, people have the ability to step up and serve. Not everybody can or should join in the military. And that's perhaps for a separate conversation regarding the readiness uh, of our uh, of folks in our country. Um, but uh, volunteering is something that Smirkanish was saying is something that's uh, missed out and not spoken about enough in this country. Um, I uh, I went to school for uh, for a year in Israel, and in Israel uh, there is a uh, there is compulsory military service. Um, everybody in the country, when they turn eighteen years old, they have to serve in the military or uh, go through a program. I believe it's called Sheirut Lumi, which means. Uh, civil or public service. And that is something that uh, while we are not going to implement a military service, compulsory military service for everybody, uh, fortunately, we don't have to do that here in the United States of America. We're blessed with that freedom and we're, ble- we're blessed with the, uh, with the ability to volunteer um, for military service. And I'm honored to do that. Uh, I believe everybody uh, can take a lesson from uh, what goes on in Israel, that a public service, the model of Sheirulumi of of public service and volunteering. Um, we all know of AmeriCorps and the, and the Peace Corps and all sorts of things like that. There's so many ways that people can step up and uh, and make themselves available. Even if you're in business and you want to volunteer for an organization like SCORE, which is the uh, the the group of retired executives, everybody, regardless of your age, can step up and can make themselves available. And as we said in the last segment, pay it forward more than they do. And it's a sad state of affairs. I have to say it's a sad state of affairs that it's so uncommon and so uh, untypical uh, that when I've told people what I'm doing at my age and stepping up and going off for service, and uh, it is indeed a, uh, a sacrifice of going away for a couple of months, but uh, for for that training and making myself available, that's so easy for me to do. It's a sad state of affairs how how rare and uncommon and how surprised people are that I'd be willing to uh, step away and do that. And I, again, I don't think that everybody should uh, be volunteering for military service. We don't have to do that. And, and not everybody is, is in that position where, uh, where they're able to, uh, but everybody can step up and find an organization to volunteer for, find community service that you can participate in. And for those uh, millennials or Gen X or Gen Zs that are out there, uh, I don't think that there's any harm in uh, taking a year off of co- after college and finding a way to serve. We're not talking about volunteer service. You're talking about services 
where you can actually get paid for a year. Mind you, yes, you won't be making a lot of money, but I believe that those experiences will make you a better person and make you a, a, a better professional that will probably allow you to earn a lot more money than you otherwise would have been able to otherwise. So regardless of what your age is, regardless of what your profession is, my call to action for you here uh, on Get Down to Business tonight is uh, everybody can step up and find a way to serve, find a way to to get involved in community and uh, find a way to pay it forward in some capacity. So uh, if you want to get in touch with me, I'd love to share uh, what's going on with me and I'd love to give you some advice and talk to you about some of your plans for service. You get on my website, shalomkline.com. Download podcasts there. Get in touch with me there as well. Powered by Tandem HR. Check them out online, tandemhr.com, 630-928-0510. We'll talk to you next Sunday at 6 p.m. To success, let's get down to business and make your weekend a success. Make your week of success ahead. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.